This broadcast of the PJC Media Network seeks to present wholesome, thought-provoking, and entertaining content. However, the views expressed by the hosts of PJC Media are theirs and theirs alone. They do not reflect the views of this network or its affiliates. Please utilize listener discretion. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White Show. Each week, we feature different topics concerning issues that sometimes can be difficult to talk about. These issues concern children and adults who may be autistic, have Asperger's, or have mental disorders of any kind. We will discuss law enforcement and how they interact with these persons. Now, let's start the show. Well, good afternoon. Hey, how you doing? And welcome to the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White. And tonight we will start talking about Women's History Month, which began in 1987. In February 1980, President Jimmy Carter issued a presidential proclamation declaring the week of March 8, 1980, a National Woman's History Week. In 1987, Congress passed a resolution establishing March as a Woman's History Month. This year, 2022, it begins on Tuesday, March the 1st, and ends on Thursday, March 31st. There has been a compiled a list of 11 ideas and activities for celebrating women. And uh, to test participants about the history of women. Uh, That's the first one. Wait a minute. Test participants about the history of women. Uh, Another one is identify the progress that has been made by women and contribute to women's organization. These are some of the things that we can do to uh, honor women. We can create a book club of women authors. We can eat or shop at a women-owned business in your community. And you can consider adding a woman's podcast to your workplace listening rotation. I thought that special one was kind of nice. I think I'll repeat that one again. This year, considering adding a woman's podcast to your workplace listening rotation. And the last one is plan an office event to give back to your community. So there's a lot of things that you can do to honor women. And right now I'm going to call in my co-host, Mr. Coleman. Are you there? Good evening, Jenny. How are you today? I'm fine. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. And you know, we're going to be talking about Women's History Month. All right, all right, let's do it. (laughs) 
okay, that's exactly what we're going to do. So, uh, some of the things that I mentioned, what do you think about them? Well, you know, I didn't know that there was uh, such a thing as Women's History Month. I thought that, you know, uh, Women's Day was every day. All right. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, the Women's Day was every day. So (laughs) that's how I look at it. But uh, I think, you know, I think it's good that we uh, honor and support uh, the women in our lives and in our communities because they uh, do so much, you know, for our families and our communities. Uh, and they, um, you know, underpaid and overworked like everybody <laughs> else. <laughs> I think so you're I right. Think it's, yeah, so I think it's, uh, I think it's a great thing. And, you know, opportunity we we have to... Um, show our appreciation for um, people that uh, don't get enough appreciation is uh, is a beautiful thing. Yes. Yeah. So what did you think? They had 11 different things, uh, you know, 11 ideas of activities for celebrating women. And I thought, thought number nine was just exciting. Especially great because they were talking about adding a woman's podcast to your list. So yeah, what do you think, think about that? <laughs> oh, I think that's a great idea. I do too. Uh, that's def- yeah, that's definitely uh, something you show your support for uh, listening to a woman's podcast, you know, it takes a lot of research and work that goes into producing these shows every week and, uh, you know, so it's good to, you know, have some people that are able to listen and participate, learn some things and add, add some things to it. So I think it's great. Well, having said that, I'm going to introduce our guest. Miss Charmaine Holland. Hey, Charmaine. Hello. How hello, are you? Jenny. How you doing? I'm doing well. Hey, Thank you for having So, hello, Mr. Coleman. How you doing today? Good, good. So, what did you think to come back on your show? Huh? What did you say? Thank no, you for being on the show. Of course. <laughs> No, I say I say it's always good to come back on your show. Okay, well that's good too. <laughs> I'm glad you feel that way and that you come when needed. Yeah. So what did you think about those ideas that someone thought of that women can do? Oh, I love them, but I I, did, I didn't know that you called off eleven of them. You said eleven of them. No, I didn't. Oh, see? Oh. See there? <laughs> you were okay. right there. <laughs> I, I was. I was listening. But I, I didn't see. know the woman, the, the, the woman book club, the woman podcast, um, you know, um, woman contribution, you know, to an organization. I love yeah. it. Oh. And I'm like, Mr. Coleman, 
I'm like, Mr. Coleman, Woman Day is every day, but it's also good to acknowledge a special month because, you know, they say we don't have equal rights, you know, so it's always good to elaborate on all the impact that the woman has made changes in the world and still continue. So it's it's good. <laughs> yep, that, that's, I thought it was kind of good and that it would be something different. And I know that uh, whatever you are going to say to us, we're going to listen because it's going to be very interesting, I'm sure. So. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Oh, I'm sure about that. So you want to start? Yeah. You, you, you know, it's funny because, you know, after Black History Month, I just never heard people put so much emphasis on March being Woman History Month. So when I seen it on my calendar, I was really surprised. And I was like, wait a minute, is that true? And I guess, I don't know, last year, did you hear anything special about Women's Month of, on March? No, not really. Okay, all right. Okay, so, so it wasn't me. Okay. I'm just thinking, like, <laughs> man, it's Women's it's woman History Month. So for me, because this is kind of new, you know, you don't hear the main media talking about it, you know, for the past couple of years, when I think of Women History Month, it's just a reminder of what women represent as a whole. You know, for me, women represent community life. You know, she's our first educator, um, and she and she creates our reality in, in our existence. So that's what rings bell to me when I think of Women History Month. And um, and also I think of the month. You know, I think, you know, it goes, I start thinking about my grandparents, my ancestors, everything that they went through to make this uh, a reality for me. You know, especially you look at life current situation, it's just a reminder of that we still have so much work to do, but instead we must, uh, we made tremendous impact as a whole. So I definitely take my hat off to those who's doing and making changes in the world now you know, and even for our ancestors, you know, who have done the work to, to make us to be where we're at now. So for that being said, I mean, there's so many names I can call off, you know, that who helped inspire me, you know, and um, allowed me to, hey, if they can do it, you know, we can do it. You know, like Michelle Obama, you know, Maya Angelou, Oprah Winfrey, Harriet Tubman, Camilla Harris, Harris you know, uh, Stacey Adams, the work that she's doing. I mean, the list goes on. Susan Anthony to be able to be on a silver dollar coin. My mother used to always carry them. Um, and then Maya Angelou, for her to be able to be on a quarter, I mean, it just gives you confirmation that, hey, keep following your dreams, you know. So when I hear about Woman History Month, it's letting me know to keep doing the things that you're doing because your presence is needed, you were created for a purpose, and people are relying on you. Yeah, that's a good. I think uh, men especially look forward to women helping, you know. Uh, Absolutely. Women help men, and they know that. And so, yes. you know, I think some uh, men do honor females, and then we got those other men, but we're not talking about them tonight. Yeah, Maybe that you, you might know, be another a show. <laughs> that might be another show. But if yes, someone absolutely. wants to... Go ahead. No, no, I mean, I, I would have to, you know, agree uh, in regards to, you know, supporting women, but then you have it where 
um, you know, it's not just men. I mean, you know, sometimes you, you got women that have a problem supporting women. Well, that's that is true. true. Oh, yeah, that is true. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's but, true too. But, yeah. yeah. What? Yes. Go ahead. Yeah, but but I was but but I was gonna but you know the main thing the only reason why we don't why you find some women and men who don't support other women who's doing good is because they are lacking something in their self they don't have that confidence right. so right. so how can I cheer you on if I can't even cheer myself on so I'm gonna look down upon you that's all that is and until they get themselves together. Then they'll change their whole mindset and start, you know, appreciating the work that you're doing. Okay. Um, well, let me ask you this. I I, I don't yes. know if uh, I should, but in talking about women, there are lots and lots of women, and then there are lots and lots of men, and then I don't know. Uh, okay, let me change the subject. Um, I think women are great, <laughs> especially black women. <laughs> now, you may say that, that I'm saying it because I am a black female. Well, I am. I'm saying that because I'm a black female. And I think we're exceptional. I really do. Not to say that other, you know, women are not good. That's not what I'm saying. Not at all. So don't take that like that. But I just, you know, um, I like being a black woman. That's all I can say. And, and, And you have every right. Say what you say because that is you. You know what I'm saying? You can yeah. only represent who you are, and you are a black woman. And I think by you know, you know, unfortunately, you know, sometimes we have to, you know, expand expand upon the color black. But um, I think that when you said that we are exceptional, is because we had to struggle. And I think when we struggle. You know, you struggle, become more strong, more dominant, because we already ran that race. We have so much to give to the world. Compared to other races who probably haven't went through the struggles that we have been through, that's, that's the reason true. why. You know, you know what I'm saying? So with that that's mindset, true. you can see how, wow, people look at us like, wow, they can do this, they can do that. No, we just been through it, and now we got the experience to say, hey, we can elevate. You know what I'm saying? And so some people don't like the power of a woman, but you put us through this. So this is how we are. You know what I mean? Now, we can that's teach true. you a little bit if you're willing to learn. <laughs> that, yes. that's, that's what it is. Well, you know, I would like to say that uh, – we didn't make a choice as to who we are. We didn't, no, we didn't say, well, you know, I when I come out of my mother's womb, I want to be black. No. All of us yeah. came some way or another, but we didn't ask to be that. You know, so, and a lot of people don't like, you know, their color which I think is unfortunate 
because one thing for sure, you can't change it. And I think you, you know, just like who mm-hmm. you are. Correct. But but obviously there's something that had to happen for you not to like your color. You know what I'm saying? You know, well, a lot of people do. Number one, because of the way other people treat you. My, exactly. So that means that some – yes, go ahead. I'm sorry, Ms. Jenny. No, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. Because no, people no, treat you. Some, Correct. Somebody had to treat you a certain way to make you feel less than what you are. So, of course, you're going to internalize that as in because of the color of my skin. But if you were surrounded with other people who was empowering, you know, your race and you and you look beautiful and telling you all positive things, then your whole mindset would be different, right? I sure hope so because yeah. one thing for <laughs> I don't think you can change it. I mean, some somebody try to get bleached, but then you can me- start messing up yourself. But uh, I think that we should love who we are. That's my, Absolutely. my that's my point. Well, we I mean, you know, when when we talk about images and things of that nature, uh, society plays a large part in that. Um, as far as media is concerned, um, and I think that, uh, you know, the standards of beauty, you know, uh, uh, you know, being a skinny white woman has been, you know, the standard that uh, has been portrayed, Barbie, you know, mm-hmm. when you go to mm-hmm. find little black dolls, you know, uh you know, depending on what stores you go into, um, sometimes you can't find a little, you know, little black dolls or dolls that you know represent little black girls. And then for years, uh, you know, you'd see the little little black girls walking around with with uh, little white dolls. I mean, because that's all that they that's all yeah, that, that was that's available. True. That's true. You know, <laughs> exactly. that's all that were available, and then. And then, the, you know, the little black dolls, you know, hair was so nappy and they, you know, their features, you know, they had them looking all raggedy and ugly like little ragamuffins sometimes, you know. It's like, okay, I don't really want this doll. I don't know nobody to look like this, you know. But, and so I think that it has been very important for us to reinforce, you know, images to our young ladies, you know, yes. and their beauty and the beauty yes. of their features and, and the you know, the, the texture of their hair. I was reading a, uh, a report, uh, probably, probably been about a year now maybe, where a little girl, you know, maybe seven years old, a um, mixed girl, black and white, parents, one parent was white, one parent was black, uh, had gone to school, and the teacher had cut her hair. Oh, and I mm-hmm. mean, yeah, the teacher didn't cut her hair in a style. I mean, the teacher just had cut her hair. Her hair was, you know, she had long hair at one point. It was curly, and the teacher just messed her hair up, you know, and messed her self-esteem up, you know. So, you know, the little little girl was all messed up after that, you know. And so, 
But I know yes, the teacher yes. was too after that. She was messed what, up. What, what? <laughs> she had no right I'm to I'm trying to think if it was a female or a male. It might I think it may have been a male teacher. I'm not really sure. I don't remember. Um Was it a white but, was it a white girl, Mr. Coleman? Um, no, a little girl was mixed. Oh, she was mixed. Okay, okay. I remember an article about yeah, a white a white girl. Okay. No, huh. one parent was black, one parent was white, and the teacher, you okay. know, cut her hair. And so, uh, you know, those are some of the things that we have to deal with. You know, that um, not to make it all about race, but, you know, when you talk about women and women's empowerment, uh, and, and, and you know, even when it comes down to equal pay, I know there's been uh, the soccer uh, International Soccer Federation has voted to make the uh, soccer pay equal to men, um, and that's a big deal. You know, that's oh, a that's big deal. Uh, oh yeah, because they uh, they make millions, and so and that's just like with the women's basketball team. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the highest paid player can only make uh, about 220000 That's the highest paid. I think the the lowest is probably fifty or 60000 you know, for the Are season. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah they, you know, they, they're not making a whole lot of money. And so, uh, you know, they've been complaining about it uh, because I think the – the the woman that they put in charge of the league um, now makes uh, over a million dollars, you know. So mm-hmm. she's making a million, but the uh, but the players, the, you know, the highest paid player can only make you know two hundred and some thousand dollars, you know. So uh, women have a long way to go. I think they make eighty cents, you know, to to a man's dollar. You know, so mm. uh, time, you women have a long way to go. Yeah, yes, we do. Yes, we do. But you are still considered, you know, a minority for being a woman, you know, and then mm-hmm. yeah, and then a minority for being black. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got so you a, a minority, minority, a double whammy. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the things is white women are also considered minorities, and you know, and they're able to take advantage of, you know, those uh, civil rights when it comes to to minority and minority funding and financing. You know, a lot of white women mm-hmm. take advantage of that. Mhm. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Yeah, that's just my two cents. <laughs> well, I think that your two cents meant a lot. It made a lot of yes, sense. Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. Yes, it did. <laughs> but uh, sometimes, you know, we have some of the brothers that treat us kind of not so good. You know, so 
I don't know why they do that. It may be that they have less um, about themselves. They don't feel right. So they decide to dog the women out. I don't know. Some of them do, though. Some of them. What do. you talking about, black black man? Yep. Why you now, Why you gotta talk about black men? Because uh, I'm not sure about white men. Okay, so that's the only people I can talk about is the black ones. So I'm just okay, saying. Can I ask you a question? Yes. So because you're a black woman and you said you really can't talk much about a white man, when you see a white man in public, does they give you respect? Do they say hello to you? Do they open the doors for you? Do they do all that? You know, some some of them. You can be walking up to a door and they're walking out. I mean, black people do that too. Okay. I'm not just saying that uh, black men are the only one. I don't know if uh, white pay- men. I don't know if they dog their women, but I oh, do. Oh, they do. Know. They kill them. Oh, okay. They kill. Well. They, they kill. They kill their women. Yeah. They, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, just, then just, I, I better just, stick to, just, to the just, man that just, just beat you Google, up, not the one that kills just, you. <laughs> just Google white man. Ki- they shoot up. They shoot up schools too. You know, before they before they grow all the way up. Just Google white man murder white and see how many articles pop up. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, they, okay. I'll take you. Yeah, I mean, I got to represent for the brothers. I know we got, you know, we got some losers out there, but I mean, hey. We ain't, okay. we ain't yeah. got a. That's pretty good. We don't corner the market on being bad men, you know. <laughs> I think exactly. that, you know. Well, I, I was just that, saying you know, that I haven't had a lot of uh, experience with black men, but I've heard, you know, things on television and everything. So I know they're not, you know. Well, there, there you go back to the media. <laughs> yeah, but right. I, I don't know. I don't, you know, I haven't had. Uh, Anything, well, I mean, you, you know, look, I don't looking well, at the news, uh, all, all you would think is black people, you know, the only ones doing crimes and killing people. You know, if you look at the news, you know, but that's that's not the case, you know. No, that's not the case. Yeah. No, I, you know, I'm, I'm with you, Mr. Coleman. That's not the case. You have good black men. Well, I'm with him, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you start going in on the brothers. I'm like, huh? <laughs> Okay, okay. Well, that's all, you know. I know. Sound like you had some bad experiences. Oh, well. I'll just shut up. That's what I'll do. (laughs) But you say you're going to recuse yourself? Right. (laughs) I'm going to leave the brothers alone. I love the brothers. Well, I mean, you know. It's, you know, when it comes to, I mean, you know. But you're right. I agree. As, I agree. Well, I mean, as far as, you know, the inequity in, in pay and salary, you know, that ain't got nothing to do with black men. You know, black men ain't, 
ain't you know they haven't made that rule you know um you know you they know, get that's uh, uh, dog too they really get dog too yeah, but we talking about yeah, we talking about women, so you know we'll talk about the brothers another time. But. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll but, talk about the brothers another time. Yeah, but um, for uh, this women women's history month, you know, maybe we can get some of these single single women some dates. I think there's some frustrated women out here. How about that? Frustrated. They can't find a, they, they can't find a good man to bond women. How about that? There's probably then, some white folks out there too. I ain't say I didn't say color. I said women. Yeah. I just okay. said women I in general. Saying. I didn't say. Uh, I'm just yeah. talking about women in general. You know, regardless of the color. Yeah. You know, I'm just, you know, and I mean, how are we raising our young women? I mean, I think that that's and know, our young women, uh, men. Don't don't forget that. Well, we this is this is the the, the women history show. This ain't the the, the, <laughs> the women and men history show. We have to teach history, our history young black history. men how to deal with women. Now, that goes along to that, too. We don't want them out there. What? what? Oh, I was going to say, you know, that kind of works both ways, to be honest. I have two young men. Absolutely. And, and, you know, they said, Mother, they said, Oh, my God. I said, Oh, Lord, the females out there, they they look at social media, and I mean, he's like, Mm -hmm. They're not together. They don't think the way I think. And, you know, he's like, They all Mm -hmm. mess up. And I was like, Oh, wow. You know, and, you know, it's funny that you said that because I think last month I was just going around talking to young women, and um, I, I was at the bank, and there was a young guy who uh, who just had a baby. He was married, and I said, hey, where you been? I haven't seen you. He said, oh, I was on maternity leave. I said, maternity leave? He said, yeah, they had that for men, too. I said, you know what? That is so nice. He said, yeah, I wanted to take some time off so my wife can be able, after she had the baby, she can rest. And I could be there to take care of, you know, the baby and everything. I said, that is so good that you took advantage of that. He said, yes. So then there was another young lady right beside, beside him. And I don't know how we got on the topic, but, you know, she was single. And, oh, I think I asked her, are you single? She said, yeah. She said, well, I don't need no man. I said, you don't need no man? She said, no, wow. I don't need no, no man. We're in the 21st century. I said, no, 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 you do need a man. I said, were you in a bad relationship? I said, there's something that you're suppressing that you feel that you don't need no man. I said, you want to be like this the rest of your life? She was like, oh, Donna, you put it like that? No, I don't. I said, well, stop <laughs> saying you don't need a man. I said, you do need a man. She said, yes, I do. I said, well, you got to be careful what you say, sweetheart. I said, whatever you're dealing with, I said, maybe you was hurt. You're still going through that healing process. Get healed, but stop saying you don't need no man. And so then I went to another young lady. I was at another store. We was just talking, and she probably like in her 20s, 30s. And I was like, hey, are you single? Are you married? She said, I'm single. I said, let me ask you. I said, do you need a man? She said, oh, no, I don't need no man. I said, you don't need no man? She was like, no, I just got a relationship. I need to heal first. I said, there you go. I said, I appreciate you saying you need to heal first. I said, but let me ask that question again. Do you need a man? She said, 
said, well, you put it that way, yes, I do, but let me go through my healing first. So I think that sometimes, you know, we females are hurt, you know, they, you know, they, they don't want to go through the pain again, and they don't know, go, they don't want to deal with the healing process, so they have that mindset that, oh, I don't need no man, I can do it myself, but, you know, for me, it's like, hey, I don't want to be single for the rest of my life. I'm going to be careful how I use my words. And so because I understand the power of it, I try to share that with the young ladies because that young lady is picking up that same mindset thinking that they don't need a man, and that's not true. You do need a man. You do need a companion. You need somebody to sit there and talk to, go out and have a nice time. You don't want to just be by yourself and just hanging with women. So with that being said, Mr. Yeah, I, I mean, and I don't know. I don't know if it's necessarily that you need a man or that you want a man. I mean, you know, uh, I think it's a whole lot of people that can do it by themselves, you know, financially or whatever, you know, pay their own bills and, and do what they want to do, you know, and may not need a man, you know, for that. And But, you know, is it that? You don't need a man, or you don't want a man. You know, well, okay. because well, I think. Okay, I have a caller that wants to chime in. Well, Hi, let, caller. Let Charmaine, let's. Okay, I wanted to hear what Charmaine had to say. But go oh, ahead. Well, she's you know been what? waiting. She's been waiting for a minute. Oh, okay. Okay. But she can, you know, she can talk. Hey, caller. Hello. Hey, caller. How's everyone? We're fine. Thank you. everyone, the co-host and our guest. <laughs> I would like to say I, I um, I'm with a, uh, I get letters from a, a group. It's called Women for Women International, and there are certain things that they say about women that is needed. They, for one thing, uh, you know, a lot of the uh, uh, nations do not believe in educating women, but they're saying that if you can educate a young girl. She'll delay having children until she's able to really take care of them and move the family and uh, move the family ahead. She wants her house to move ahead, but it's based on education. A lot of people do not want uh, want uh, women to be educated. That's one big thing that they find out. They say once a woman is educated, then it pushes the nation ahead. It you know brings prosperity to the nation also. Because of, you know, the control she will have over her family. And she can teach her children and things like that. They talk about that. Now, I think that uh, we're having a, I was talking with my son, and uh, especially my baby son. He said, you know, he said, Mom, in comparison to black women and white women, white women are more, and other women, Spanish women, they're more, they're taught to cater to the man. They know how to relate to the man better than the black woman because the black Mm -hmm. woman is taught how to take care of herself, more so. I said, because, you know, he said, because, like you say, a lot of times they have to end up being by themselves and they have to raise their families a lot of times. And I think that's why they're getting the idea of saying, well, I don't really need a man. But you do. You really do. That's the way it should be, you know. But uh, he, he really went into detail as to the date, the, the, when you date a uh, Spanish you know, a non-white, a non-black woman, as to blame, you know, a, 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 a black woman. I know Bishop Jakes was trying to start teaching the men, you're going to probably run up against a lot of women who are more educated and who make more money than you. But he wanted to try to teach them how to 
still be the man in their household and relate to a, a situation like that. But it just happens. You know, it's not that they don't need it. Because they've been in some relationships where they've been really hurt about it. They think they have something that comes out that they don't have it at all. Then a lot of times when, um, uh, like he was saying, my son was saying, a lot of times a man will be nice. I think it's Steve Harvey that brought out, he said a lot of times a man, the woman said that she's got five kids, the man is nice to her and all of that. Steve Harvey said he's trying to find a home because <laughs> it's cold outside. That's what he said. Yeah. He said the sex is good, everything is good, and everything, and she likes that. You know, he relates to the children and stuff, but he's trying to find a home. Instead of really, yeah. you know, uh, being a, being the man of that home, he's looking for someone to live off of. Oh, that's one thing okay. he brings. Yeah. I think a lot of things you as black women have to face, too. And that's yeah, all I yeah, just wanted yeah. to say. Sure, you need a man. It's desire. You're supposed to. That's the relationship part of it. But you share in the relationship. But it just okay, a lot of times well, come off that way. Well, we have a, well, a young man who might can tell you something about it. Hello, TC. How you doing? Hello. That's fine. I'm doing great. Y'all forgot one thing. <laughs> the thing y'all forgot was a good man, and then you have to go, what characteristics? Forgot the adjective, huh? That's yes. <laughs> and then, you you know, you got to have standards. You That's know. true. Mm-hmm. I, just a quick story. I was watching, everybody remember the dating game? It used to come on years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was yep. this black lady, and she had, she had to choose from three black black men. Now, the lady had six, had six children, okay? Wow. Number one was a pilot. Number oh. two was a black man that owned uh, his gym. And uh, number three was, I don't know which sorority he was in, but he was all about himself, you know, like me, 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 you know, what can you do for me? And the guy who stopped the show, he said, you must not want, you must not want, want to get, get the date for tonight. And because uh, he said, I've never heard anybody give those kind of answers. You know who she chose? Him. The Mimi guy? Him. <laughs> right. And you know what she said? I like to take care of my men. Wow. So, you know, and That's I almost turned yeah. the TV off. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I think that that you know that started early with you know the women and the men. You know, if you go back, I mean, even to the Willie Lynch letter, it talks about yeah, uh, <laughs> you know how the uh, slave master would take a a black male and, you know, tie him to two different horses and then, you know, rip them apart. So, and do that in front of the women, you know. And so at that point, now the woman, you know, fears for the life of the black man. And so, uh, like they say, they'll, you know, what is it? They'll raise their they'll raise their daughters. Um, I forgot exactly what the saying is. Oh it's, yeah, uh, more protective, stronger. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They you know protect their sons, but they'll raise their daughters. And so not only that, 
you know, aspect of it, but also the aspect where, um, you know, the black family, when it was the conspiracy to drive the man out of the home, because, you know, a woman during a certain period of time, late 60s, early 70s, if a woman receives, um, you know, aid, yeah, uh, or welfare, right. a man, yeah, a man couldn't stay in the house. And that's even um, Claudine, if y'all remember Claudine with James Earl yeah, Jones with James and Earl, Diana Carroll. Yeah. yeah, you know, and and he come over and, you know, the welfare, the social worker would come over and check the house and, you know, he got to hide in the closet, you know, because you're not supposed to have a man in the house. And <clears throat> so I think that was the beginning of driving, you know, some of the black men away out of the houses. Um, and then, you know, then they came up with the mass incarceration piece, which, you know, drove yeah. a lot of um, black men, put a lot of black men in jail and took them out of the homes. And so, you know, that just left the women to fend for themselves in a lot of instances. And so, you know, yeah. this is what we have now, you know, um, uh, it's just a mess. I mean, you know, it takes a village to raise raise the kids, That's you know, true. raise the family. And uh, in a lot of instances, you know, you even have grandparents raising the kids. That's true. Yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> That's so, so true. Yeah, so I think you when it comes to, you know, women and finding a good man um, and the fact that, you know, these women – can, you know, have more success in a lot of instances as, as far as finding jobs. I think women are less, black women are less threatening, you know, to at least white men, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, they can they can get decent jobs and, you know. But and they can get decent pay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh-huh. the pay is not equal, that's for sure. And as far as, you know, some of the men are concerned, you know, if you mess around and got a felony on your record, now you know you, you, you know, it's already hard enough trying to get a job, you know. Yeah. Now you, now you got, you know, a felony, so it's going to be even harder. So it's, um, that is true, yeah. I think that, I know, um, and of course, with what you were saying, uh, co-host, um, this lady, when it first started, a woman wanted to be on the federal funds, and you say you and your husband are separated, they would make you go down to um, the court and file for divorce. Mm. Mm. Uh, to mm. check you out to see who's house at night. Oh, see what wow. was happening. Okay. All that going. Because I remember, um, like, um, well, family, if a man wanted to be with his family, then you would be on the city and the county funds. But if you okay. wanted to get on the federal fund, you would have to be, there would, you didn't have to, there would be no mate in the house. You had to be there by yourself as a woman. She could get ADC. Then they opened up what they call the ADCU program. That's ADC for the unemployed. And that's when they said, okay, okay, we'll let the man be in the house, but he has to pursue employment. That's when they started the uh, McNamara Skills Center. I remember that. Because they sent my father, you know, he couldn't get a job coming from the South. So um, they sent him to McNamara Skills Center that opened up. 
and they put them in a program to train them as, you know, cause, um, uh, to be a machinist. And once he got the paper, you know, that he was like, uh, they didn't have, they had that sixth grade education coming from the South. But usually back then, a black man could show him what to do and look at the machine and the equipment, and they could, you know, go on and take care of business, you know, and use the instrument. But as far as the paperwork, I remember my mother used to write down all his paperwork and stuff. She did that. He put his name on it and then going into the shop and do the job, you know, it was no problem. And so they, when they finally graduated, he started working for Rockwell Sanders years ago. You know, he was in his 40s. He worked with Rockwell Sanders. And um, uh, I was working for the welfare department, and I remember the um, this one uh, um, um, one supervisor. He said, "I'll never forget the look on your father's face." You know, when he graduated, he looked like he said, "Now they can't tell me I don't have no paper." And he worked all the time until he retired in his sixties, and he had a decent pension and social security. But they had to put the family back together again. That was a big issue. But, um, you know, they they could do it, the work, but if you don't have a paper, you don't have this, you don't have that, you don't have this. And it's a negative thing, you know, and it really breaks down because then my mother would try to work to hold the family together, but then it does something to a man's ego, okay, that he's got to look to you for this, look to you for that, and all of this stuff. But uh, I do remember when they start, started putting that ADCU program, ADC for the Unemployed. And that was hmm. a big, it was a big success. And they still have that program. Wow, I never heard of the ADCU. Yes, ADC for the unemployed. Yeah. Wow. I know when I got ready to retire, uh, this guy who was my parents' last worker, he was the one that said that he said he keep always asking how your mother and father doing. That's just how much they stood out (laughs) as agency. You know, he was much older than me. You know, but he's like, I'll never forget the look on your father's face. When he got his paper, he said, "Now nah, they can't tell me I ain't got no paper, you know. <laughs> and uh, you, you, that's you what it was for. Charmaine, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I was just saying, you know, just listening to y'all, you know, about, you know, how they keep the black man down, you know, from trying to move forward. And, you know, what you were saying, how, you know, he couldn't stay in the house or whatever. So now you have women have to get out there and survive, you know. And the sad thing about it, now women have to leave the home. Now who takes care of the children, right? You know, so it's That's like it, 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 it all goes around back to a 360 of the struggles and everything that we have been through, our ancestors or whatever. But um, it, and it definitely gives a good reason why we should be celebrating women because of the struggles and everything that we had to do, you know, because of the roadblocks that they had done to you know, the man who was trying to leave the lead the home, you know? That is true, yeah. And we that is true. And we still and we still fighting trying to put the family life back together. You know what I'm saying? We are that is now true. now one of the, the things, uh and I guess the questions that I have is how are we raising our young ladies these days? Are we raising them? Um to be wives? Are we raising them to be submissive to their husbands? Are we raising them to be independent and and take care of yourself and um, and you know keep your fingers crossed that you got a man who's equally yoked and you know able to support the family? 
And, I mean, and how are we raising our young men as well? I mean, I know we're talking about women, but uh, if there are no good young men out here for the young ladies, I mean, you know, I mean, does that mean that, you know, there's a, a percentage of, of women that just decide that they're either going to be by themselves or maybe they're going to hook up with another woman because she understands they struggle. That's true. It, 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 is, that, it has yeah. become really messy. Yeah, I can see that. I was just listening yeah. to a, a judge. I was reading on, on, the, on um, YouTube, and she was talking with this girl uh, about um, how many, how, how long do you leave your children at home? She said, well, I'm, the, my, I'm a good mother, and I'm a this, and I'm a that. And she said, well, how, when you leave your children, how long do you leave them? She said, I might leave them about a day or so. She said, that's too long for you to be away from your children. She said, well, look, and she talks about how you go off to get your hair done, your nails, and all of this. That's too long to leave your children. She said, well, you know, that's enough. You know, they want to look nice, but they keep leaving their children. They keep leaving them. They won't spend the time with the children because they're so busy trying to look nice to attract a male. And And the judge was bringing all this out. And this man was complaining about how she keeps leaving her children. She keeps leaving them. Here and then you leave you leave you leave, you leave them with someone maybe the grandparent or someone like that but you should be more involved in your children's lives and helping them out and things like that but this like like even now they're so busy trying to get out there and, and compete against the you know the men that we do have you know and um, to try to bring someone into their lives and then then you know they have other alternatives also now we have all this other alternative stuff that's going on too. But uh, she was talking about that. Well, you know, some there are some mothers that leave their children in the basement, you know, tell them, well, don't come out of there, and I'll call you. And they leave the uh, the city. <laughs> they That's leave true. the city and leave those kids down there. You know, I mean. You're talking, uh, you're talking about a specific, a specific incident? I don't know many parents that do do that. You talking about a particular oh, case? Oh, this, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. on the news, yes, sir, yes, sir, and uh, somebody found out that the kids were down there, and it's the way your mother, my mother in Florida. I mean, you know, yeah, God, that, all this is going I on. Yeah. never heard anything like that, and she had left them a. Uh, uh, Big bag of potato chips and you know a whole lot of stuff. Don't come out yeah, of that basement. Stuff, yeah. yeah, don't come out of that basement though. You know, I, I mean, that's the craziest thing I've heard of. And she was yeah, over there with her, there, her boyfriend, but she left the kids. Now anything yeah, can happen to those kids. That's mm-hmm. true. And what was the ages, Miss Jenny? Did they tell you the age range? Uh, they were young, maybe eight and twelve. Oh wow, very young. Wow. Yeah, but they they so weren't sad. allowed so to go upstairs. Mm. So that's interesting. It's so hmm. It, it is it is very interesting. You know, I go I go to the Woman County Prison every two weeks and. It just breaks my heart sometimes to go and see the young women, but a lot of them struggle with dysfunctional homes, you know, and they get out in that world, 
and they don't have anybody to guide them or navigate, you know, they get into gangs or whatever, and they end up in the jail, you know. And um, last week I went, it was so many suicide watches, and you see these women, and, you know, the only thing that came to my mind is, like, I got to reach them before they get in this cage. You know what I'm saying? You know, and yeah, it's that's a good true. thing that I'm in. It's a good thing that I'm in there that I can at least, you know, talk to them and help them as they're trying to navigate to get out of it, you know, get out of jail. But if I can at least try to, or we as women, you know, still nurture and still educate and be that teacher to at least be an outlet to help help some of the young women right now who might need some guidance to help them to shift their thinking so they don't find themselves because sometimes you could be with the wrong boy, you know, you're doing just fine and you end up with the wrong guy and you end up doing certain things and then you find yourself in jail. I mean, it's just anything can happen. That's you know what's what I'm happening, saying? yeah. But, an awful lot, yeah. Yeah, but, but you know, that I mean, yeah. you know, sometimes, you know, mom is the only one who's out there working, daddy's not there, so, you know, it's kind of challenging because you got the social media, you got the TV reality show, you got so much pulling at our young kids if mama's not, you know, talking to them or educating them or trying to, you know, see where they mind at, you'll be amazed what they do because nobody's giving that proper guidance. That is true. And then they're going to do what they see their mother do. They're going to do what they see she does. That's the big problem there. Or or what they see happen on TV or, you know, celebrities That's true, yeah. Well, what do you think about? Well, what do you think? What do you think about uh, all the uh, black uh, athletes and celebrities? You know, uh, males marry white white women. They well, I mean, and, 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 and vice versa. I mean, you know, you you have your share of black women. You know that have uh, chosen outside their race as well. What do you think you know about what? that phenomenon? I, you, you know what? I don't know. If, does that have to do with a lot of political stuff that goes on? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and what I mean is that, you know, we don't really know what goes on behind the scenes. You know, if you look at sometimes there was like a fad where you've seen a lot of celebrities just was just dating white women. You know what I'm saying? And you might have a few was dating black women. But then all of a sudden everybody got divorced at the same time, kind of like within that same year. So I don't know is there something because, see, listen, if I pay you a certain dollar amount of money, I want to keep that money still in my family. So let me introduce you to my daughter. Right. Now, if you want okay. to stay in this team game, you're going to have to probably date my daughter. So if y'all get divorced, she get a little something. I need to make sure she's taken care of. We don't know the dynamics, and I'm not saying that that happens, but I don't know. Sometimes if you just look at the pattern of a lot of people when they do get married or celebrity, they make it so known, you'd be wondering, hmm, what's really go on behind the scenes that we're not aware of? Because they have a whole different world that we don't know. That's true. That is true. That's Yeah, and a lot, a lot of times, you know, it'll start from – you know, college, you know, and, and you know, you'll see, um, you'll see Becky, you know, running around, you know, trying to get shows. Uh, so, 
That's true. That's it's, true. We definitely. Yeah, it's um. I mean, I don't know. You know, the sisters are with you with the struggle, and then they, you know, they always talk about the black women and their attitudes. You know, or or, or the mad black woman. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, so, <laughs> That's not you know, true. <laughs> well, you know, um, as opposed to you know white women, you know, having this image of being more submissive and, you know, more catering to their man. Yeah. You know. Well, but you so. really remember, I mean, I mean, I mean, that daddy probably been feeding them, you know, with money so they don't have to worry about no struggle. So, yeah, a man come in with a money. True, yeah. I ain't got no issues either because, look, no matter how you look at it, I'm not stressing. I don't have drama. Daddy been taking care of me. I got a Ferrari. Now you come in, you just keep doing the same thing my daddy been doing. I'm good. Now hmm. you're changing the whole dynamic. You taking an African American woman. Now you coming in with some issues. Now I don't have a daddy. I only got me and my children. You know, I got my mama, but my mama ghetto. So it's like there's no discipline for that man. I mean, I don't know. You know, all I can just say it is so many dynamics that take place. That's true, yeah. You don't really understand what takes place in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? That is true. Yeah. I was thinking about a certain case. Huh? Go ahead. I was thinking of a certain case. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to let you talk. No, no, go ahead. I was thinking of a case that came up that I was really sad about. Uh, The young girl. She liked this guy, but he was in drugs, and he went to jail. But she got pregnant by him. She went. He went to jail. Well, okay. Um, she went home to be with her, her, her grandmother, and the grandmother was well, get to school and start getting your education. And she was working, and she did very well till the guy got out, and she had the baby, and stuff. And so um, she wanted to move with the guy and his parents. Her grandmother said, "Well, no, no, stay here and get your education first, and do this." She wanted to be with the guy. So then she moved back in, but him coming out of jail, he started fooling around with other women. And she felt that he should stay with her. She didn't have his baby and things like that. And they would have a lot of arguments and stuff. Come to find out the baby, it was in the paper, the baby, something happened with the baby. The baby was unresponsive. And so when the girl um, went, took the baby to the doctor, to the hospital, they said, well, something's wrong with him. And she just said, she said something like maybe uh, uh, the baby fell or dropped, or dropped and trying to cover up. But um, what happened really was that the, the the young man got mad and the baby crying and stuff, and he might have slammed it against the wall or something, you know. Oh but she was trying to cover up for him. What happened was um, the baby died and stuff. So they um, wanted to arrest him, uh, you know, and then she finally told what happened. But what his, the woman, the parents of the boy, they went back, they got a lawyer, and the lawyer went back on that testimony that that girl gave the first time she went in there. And what she happened was she ended up going to jail as a young girl. She's going to be about 50-something when she gets out of jail. And she oh, said, well, wow. I shouldn't be in jail by myself. So this is what's happening. She's trying to cover for him. So he's out there footloose and fancy free anyway, you know. But she's in jail wow. because of what happened. And that's been happening an awful lot. I heard about that one girl that was on death row. It was because her baby, you know, she had the baby being, you know, don't want listen. Um, she was 18 years old. She was on death row, and uh, Jesse Jackson all of them was working with the case. But what she did was uh, she would get up, put the baby in the um, 
the playpen, you know, and the baby was asleep. And when she came back, she noticed the baby wasn't breathing. So she started rubbing, you know, and then running for people trying to make the baby breathe, you know. Something happened. So what they did was they, they arrested her, they said, for child abuse. And she beat the baby up. She said, I didn't beat him up or nothing. Well, how did he get this mark on? She said, when I found out that he was not breathing, she said, I was going to people, and everybody trying to, you know, beat up, trying to make him breathe and all this stuff. And that's what happened. Well, she was on death row for a long time. Oh, and it wow. took a lot, but mm-hmm. they finally, you know, dropped it. They, she was on death, the youngest person on death row, what I understand. And her mother had, who was uh, up, up in the north, she had to get Jesse Jackson, all these people to go and look at the case. And they finally, because they were going to put her to death because they said she killed this baby. She said everybody was pushing on it, trying to make it, you know, breathe or whatever, you know. And uh, But that's what saved her life. But she was definitely on death row. She was the youngest person on death row. And so now that she's out, I think when she met this guy, and um, uh, while she was in prison, uh, one of the guards and stuff, and they're married, but she's very meticulous about her kids. I mean, really, for what she went through. But it's because we, we get into some things too early in life, won't listen, you know. But this one girl, um, that other one, she won't be out until she's about 50-something. And she wow. was a teenager right then and there. They kept telling no, you stay here, get your education. She wants to be with him. She wants to be this and that. He don't want to be tied down, you know. And so we're, a lot of the girls, we're in prison, a lot of them are facing that. They're so going into the guy, jail early. They get locked up. Yeah, all of this stuff. Did the guy go free while she was in the the prison? Oh, yeah, he was out. He he was out. His lawyer got and he went back. He said, ah, that's what she said. That's what happened. That baby, she's responsible for that baby as to what happened. Because she said it was really her that maybe dropped the baby or whatever. They put her in jail, and he was still out there in the street doing his thing. Yeah, they say you have to have more, more. You have to teach the girls value within themselves, regardless of that, you know. But she wanted to be with her grandmother. Tried to make her stay. You now get your education. Stay here. Don't go over there. You can do this. You know, you doing. She was doing so well while he was in jail, and she kept saying, "She said I shouldn't be in jail by myself." Hmm. But you know, his the lawyer got him off. Let's say that's the lawyer's job. He got that man off. They knew what happened, really happened to that baby. But she was trying to cover for the guy instead of thinking about herself and her baby. And we have that well, a lot. I, well, I tell you, we have it now. Good note you have on, to teach a woman value on, on about women's herself. History Month. Yeah, Hello? On a good note on Women's History Month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> I say, let's end on a good note. Talk about women's history. <laughs> it is. There's a lot of things we have to learn, you know, that teaching. But normally, you know, if you can, you can get them to educate themselves. And uh, like I was, I was just listening to this one judge was talking to this woman, hair looking good, nails and everything. She said she go off and leave her kids at least a day or so. You know, what are you living your children that long for? You don't probably leave your children with anybody that long in the first place. Well, you know, she just passed it off like it was nothing. But uh, he never getting on her case. Well, you've got children. You've got children. But they still want to live their life, you know, their own life, when you, especially when you have children that young. When you have them mm-hmm. that young. There's a lot to it. It's a woman, you know. Yes, it is. 
Okay, I got a good story to end the, to kind of help end it with. There's this young lady. Um, uh, she she was going. I think she's going to Michigan State, and she wound up getting pregnant, right? And everybody kept kept telling her that, uh, you know, you ain't gonna mount enough because you know you have a kid and blah blah blah. And I was talking to her the other day, and she said, "Tommy, you're the only one that told me that uh, I could get over it no matter what happened." So time goes on. She's married. She has. Uh, she has three kids. Her first daughter just graduated three years ago from Spelma, top of the class. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then she's she's in law school. She's graduating from law school this May, top of the class. Her second daughter graduated from Spelma, top of the class. The third daughter. Just went down to Selma, pulling a 4.2 or 4.3 on her extra credit, you know. And I told her, she said, you know, people told me that we weren't going to make it. I said, girl, I I brag about you all the time. So I said, well, they made it a in the arm, yeah, to make her, you know, really pay attention. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, they can so do it. You can raise your like family. Said, plays an important part. Yeah, it can happen. Oh yes, you it can. Yes, definitely. Yeah. You don't have to. But end you have to be there on their side instead of running out there trying to take care of your own business. Right. Yeah, you can't. You yeah, can't well, but the, not, nowadays they don't want to do that. You know, they don't. Wanna, they want to be out there to compete. Yeah, I think you know. You have to pay attention and you know, and ed- try to educate. And be with there and show them and and, and discipline, bring discipline into their life. They can do oh, it. Oh yeah, there's some exceptional women out here, you know, judges and that's and doctors true. And that's true. That's true. Because I'm what? And, oh yeah, oh yeah. Now go ahead, is, Mama. You know. <laughs> I know <laughs> that's right. Toot your horn. Toot, toot. That's right. That's right. Oh yeah, that's, that's true. true. <laughs> oh yeah. You want it for yourself and for your children. And my yeah, children, cool. I, I thank God for my children and how they have come out. I really, really do. So I'm very thankful. Now it's my mm-hmm. turn. <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah, and they're going to be proud me of me. <laughs> like I'm proud of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So well, all my children, they did graduate from high school, and everybody had a taste of college. But you did miss it now. So most of them should be finished right now. They had a taste. <laughs> they had a taste. <laughs> they had a taste. Of, I did keep them in as best I could. I did. I did. Okay. Every single one of them. Well, maybe that taste will come back. I hope so. I can't help it with it this time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's my time. Not my time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but uh, they all of them have had a taste of college. Now, Donnie, she's in nursing. You know, she's one of the four kids and things like that. But um, they all have had, you know. Okay. And I'm well, thankful. I know that's right. I so am Ms. thankful. Charmaine, yes, did yes, you yes. have something else that you wanted to share with us? 
you know, I mean, we were we were we were, we were acknowledging Women, you know, History Month, and you know, just talking about the um, uh, the impact that they leave on us, and how we can strive more to do better, you know, and um, and how you know, just seeing the struggles that they have to go through as a woman to still achieve. Is that is that what you asking me about? Are you asking me for my closure? Because I know it's six o'clock. What you what you asking for? My final my final comment. <laughs> if that's what you want to do, yeah. Or did you have something else to tell us? If you have something oh, um, else to tell us. Well, you know, it's, it's you know for 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 Women History Month, like I said, you know, it just reminds me of the impact and the struggles that women have to go through for us to exceed, you know, and for us to continue, you know, still leaving step, you know, still going through life as in being the best we can be and helping those, pulling up those, because we are nurturers, we are educators, we are teachers, you know, and we are phenomenal, you know, and um, we can't do it alone, you know, and so um, no, we that's can't. really what, you know, no, exactly. And so, um, Woman, woman History Month is something to be, you know, honor of because, you know, we're making history as of right now as we speak as women. You know what I'm saying? And, that um, is true, yeah. As those, as those who still striving up that ladder, we're right behind them. So that's all I wanted to just say on a positive okay. note. Okay. That's pretty good. Lucy? Uh, my son, uh, Darnell, he told me, um, he said the most educated group of people in the world are black women. In All other right. words, we're going after our education. Now, he told me, I said, no, he said, uh-uh, mama. The most educated sect, black women, are the ones going after education. They're getting it. They are really getting their education uh, more than any other group ever, you know, any other group in the world. He was telling me that. And uh, I think that's good. It's good. You know, for him to, um, he, you know, he's the one that's in college, you know, was in college. But uh, he did tell me that, that we're trying to pull ourselves up, you know, try, and that's, that's a part of it, you know. But, um, and it's a struggle. It is a struggle for you to go to school plus raise your children, you know. Yeah. But he yeah. did tell me that, and I think that's something that we should be proud of. Oh, yes. Okay, TC. Well, let me, I just want to mention four women. Uh, Mrs. Dungey, Mrs. Flowers, Mrs. Robinson, and Dr. Parker are the three women that I, from going from elementary school all the way through college, that helped me the most. So for them, <laughs> on Women's Month, I congratulate them. All right. Good oh, for that's you. nice. That's beautiful. Go ahead. Right. Yeah, thank you I'm, for that. Yeah, that I'm means a lot. Clapping. Yeah. I'm clapping. All right now. Yeah. I just took a bow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maceo. Well, I think that it's uh it's important that we honor uh women and uh not only that, but uh you know, I think it's, you know, it's good to say, okay, here, you got a month, you know, throw up a bunch of accolades and we appreciate you. But I think that if things don't change as far as equality, I think that it's just really, you know, uh, a token or just something to 
you know, give you, you know, hey, here, you, you got women's month, shut up, you know, don't ask me for anything else. Yeah. But I think uh-huh. in, in doing that, you know, I think in doing that, you know, we have to continue to fight for uh, equal rights, you know, equal pay for women and things of that nature. So, uh, you know, I think one day we'll have a female president. You know, I think that, yeah. you know, yes, one day. Yes, I believe that too. Yeah, I but I sure hope it's future. not the, the vice president we got now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Having said right. that. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> on, that, yeah, I, on that note, I'm done. <laughs> I wouldn't hear this. All right, right. Now she, now she don't like Kamala. You know. I didn't say I didn't like her. I like Stacy. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Miss Stacy Abrams. Yeah. We, we trying to, we trying to wind the show down, not start it all over again. <laughs> so, <laughs> Right, I call home. You can talk about the beautiful women in your own life. Your three little, <laughs> your wife and your two daughters. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Uh-huh. And my mother. And my mother. Right. That's true. That's true. <laughs> don't, and don't the forget, one on the way. And my mother. Oh man, I know. I know. Got a little grandbaby on the way. So yeah, yeah got one that's running the program now. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. A great show. Okay. Okay. Uh, The last thing I want to say is the most expensive thing in this world is trust. It can take years to earn and only a matter of seconds to lose. So having said that, I thank you all. I thank you, Ms. Holland, for coming with your Women's Month. Uh, I think we had fun with that. And uh, yes, thanks to Mr. Coleman, he kept us on track. And yes, I he think, did. Yes. <laughs> so I'm thinking <laughs> TC and Lucy and, you know, those that called in and are listening, I always appreciate my people. I love them. And I thank you guys. And this is uh, it. And we'll see you. Or hear you next Friday. Thank you all. Have a good weekend and a good week. Thank good you. you too. Good night. Okay, good night.